Hello, everyone. We have a hi, hi, Megan. Hey. So today is our first episode of the Team Cure podcast, and we have a very special guest today. We have the one and only Megan Bug. Hello, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my, I am so pumped to have her. She's literally the best. I've known her for years. She is such a strong advocate and such an amazing wo- young woman. She is just, she's everything. Um, oh, thank you. So, <sighs> you're probably sick of answering this question, but a lot of people, unfortunately, don't know your diagnosis. So, can you explain what rhabdomyosarcoma is? Yeah, so alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma is a soft tissue cancer, and it forms in the muscles. So my cancer started in the muscle of my arm and then spread throughout my body. Uh, What age were you diagnosed? I'm sorry, what? What age were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed at age 13. Wow, that's a lot to take in at 13. Yes, it definitely was, but, you know, I... I never really thought of it as um, like a life-threatening disease. I just thought of it as, all right, here we go. Like, I got to do this to live, and that's how it's going to be. Like, I never once questioned if I would survive, and I think that's something that um, has helped me get to where I am today. That's a very good mindset to have. Like, I don't think I would have that mindset if I was diagnosed tomorrow. So that's definitely something to congratulate yourself on. Thank you. All right, we have a few questions that um, some of Team Cure's followers asked. So do you mind answering a few of them? Of course. Okay, Keegan Addison asked, how is treatment going? So I'm actually not in treatment right now. I finished chemotherapy for my relapse in November. And um, recently, about three or four weeks ago, I had gamma knife radiation to treat a tumor that was in my skull, like in the bone of my skull. And I had to be put under for that because it was a very long process and I'm very claustrophobic. So um, I couldn't go in the tube without um, anesthesia. And other than that, I'm, I'm not on any treatment and I'm doing really well and I should have scans in August again. Alrighty, we will definitely pray for you when you have scans in August. Thank you. Always praying for clean and good scans. Al- Alyssa... 92 asks, what do people misunderstand the most about your cancer experience? So I don't like to post a lot of the bad. Um, It just, I don't know, it makes me uncomfortable and it makes me feel like when I post that, that I'm not going to survive. It's just a certain mindset I have. So I don't think people realize how aggressive and how life-threatening that my cancer actually is. And that because I've relapsed four times, the more you relapse, the um, less percent um, chance you have of surviving. Um, and I, I don't think a lot of people understand um, the situation I'm in right now and how treatments are limited and that there hasn't been a new treatment in probably 60 years for alveolar rhabdo. Um, so, well, that needs to change like immediately. Yes, definitely. <laughs> more than four so people. I, so I don't think um, a lot of people understand that, you know, this is very life-threatening and um, the treatment options are not there. There's just not a lot of options. And, you know, if your body doesn't react to one treatment option, it's like, all right, now that one's out. How many more are left? So that's something that's really scary. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. That is certainly terrifying. <laughs> very. You are... <laughs> 
beyond incredible. I know, like, teenagers hate hearing this stuff. Like, oh, you're such an inspiration. But, like, for real, girl, like, you keep me going. Like, Oh, that means so much. Seriously, thank you. <laughs> like, your bravery is just off the charts. Um, Yeet, skeet, yeet, skeet, skeet. That's a weird username. <laughs> um, asked, what's your favorite movie? Ooh. So, one of my favorite movies that I actually recently just watched um, was The Good Dinosaur. That's a great one. I watched that in theaters I, when it came out. <laughs> I love Disney movies because they're just, like, so sweet and so cute. And I also really love um, the movie Just Mercy. Oh, I haven't um, heard of that. It's a little deeper. It's about, um, you know, equality and how um, – it's about a lawyer who actually tries to get um, – people of color out of death row for crimes they didn't commit because back in the day in Alabama um, a lot of black people were put on death row for no reason and I think it's like a great movie right now yeah for sure. with all the black lives matter and for people to um, learn about that so I really enjoyed that movie it was very sad and it was very heartbreaking but I think it's a movie that everyone needs to watch for sure I will definitely watch that after this it's also a book oh I'll definitely re- try read it too. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is a bit of a personal question, so I don't have to answer if you don't want to. But um, Olivia92 asks, will your cancer affect your fertility when you're older? So a lot of my doctors say yes. And I know, um, you know, I've read about it a little bit. And a lot of it does say yes, that it will affect it. But that's something that I try not to worry about until the time comes because I don't want to upset myself now. And I mean, my body's truly amazing. Like I, I believe that I will be able to have kids in the future. And, um, you know, I believe that my body will recover itself. So I'm, I'm very, um, I have a very positive outlook on that because I've always wanted to be a mom. It's something that I really want to do in life. And, um, so, you know, I'm not worried right now about going to a doctor and them telling me like, oh, you're not fertile right now. Um, I think in the future that I, I definitely will be. And it's a mindset, you know? Yeah. I have total faith in you and you are going to be an amazing mom one day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, 399 Vicky asked, were you ever misdiagnosed before your actual diagnosis? I was not. My oh. doctors were great. And they took a biopsy and they figured it out and I started chemo right away. Oh, wow. <laughs> Most people get like misdiagnosed at first. So a lot of people get misdiagnosed. Yeah. You know, my um, pediatrician was actually great. At, I went to her first because I had these lumps on me. And at first she thought it was like Hodgkin's or something. But obviously she doesn't specialize in that. And she was like, I know this doctor, go to this hospital. And they knew what it was. Wow. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Faithful for Fires asks, do you remember what life was like before cancer? I do. Um, I had a really great childhood. My parents are amazing. They worked so hard so that my sister and I have a great life. And I was in sports. I played volleyball. I played basketball in middle school. I love to um, hang around my family. I love to be with my friends. And I've always been really close with my family. So that's helped a lot in my diagnosis because they've always been so supportive of me but 
I know a lot of cancer patients don't like to hear this, but this is a quote that I live by and it's everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that. And I, I believe that I was given this diagnosis for a reason and that I'm here to make a change for the world. So I, um, you know, I never am ungrateful or, um, you know, upset that why couldn't I be normal? Why couldn't I do this? Because there's a reason. Your mindset is so admirable. Like everyone has like bad days and like, I'm sure you've had plenty of those, but like the fact that you like bounce back and they're still able to say those things like blows my mind because I wouldn't be able to. Always. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have bad days, but it it always gets better. Mm, For sure. So next we have a few would you rather questions for fun. Okay. (laughs) Would you rather spend a week in the forest or a night in a haunted house? Oh, I would say a night in a haunted house. I love like horror movies and I think, I mean, it would be terrifying, but I think that stuff is so interesting. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure I'd want to be alone though. Yeah, I don't think I want to be alone either. (laughs) Would you rather vacation in the mountains or at the beach? Hmm, I would probably say the mountains. I've been fortunate enough to be to the beach um, many times in my life and I would like to do the mountains sometime. I think that would be really cool. I've never been to the mountains either, so. Me either. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. All right. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly? Breathe underwater. Mm, me too. For sure. And to wrap up this lovely interview, um, I have one wrap-up question. If you All could right. tell the world anything, what would it be? I would tell the world that childhood cancer is not rare and kids are getting diagnosed every day. So we need to make a change and we need to get more funding so that these kids have a chance in life. Amen to that. You are so good. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, of course. Anytime. You're incredible too. Thank you for all you do. You are so sweet. Oh my God, I love you. Um, So that's a wrap and I will see you guys later. And thank you for listening to Team Trust Podcast. Bye. Hey. Later. See ya.